Hi, Graham here, and what you're about to hear is a mini tap-tap concede that was produced to air as part of the Double Masters pre-pre-release. But of course, if you're one of our listeners who only interacts with the show via audio podcast, you won't have had an opportunity to see it. So we thought we would put a version in the audio feed so you could enjoy it as well. Tap Tap Concede continues to be brought to you by CardKingdom.com. Check out CardKingdom.com LRR. And also by you at Patreon.com slash LoadingReadyRun. So please enjoy this episode, Ben's Crash Course in a Doubling Commander Deck. And a reminder that if you want to check out our pre-pre-release, the entire video is up on our Magic YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash LRRMTG. It's got chapter markers and everything, so you can jump around as you like, because it's about eight hours. Thanks! Broadcasting live from Urza's power plant on the plain of Dominaria, this is a Tap Tap Concede Mini for the Double Masters PPR. I'm here, I'm Graham, I should have said that at the beginning, and I'm here with Nelson. Hi! And Ben! Yo! And we set Ben a task. (laughs) You put me on a quest. (laughs) Yeah, as our commander brewer, we asked Ben to come up with some cards from Double Masters that would work well in a doubling themed deck. I'm keen to hear what you've come up with. Yeah, so the, the there were there were a lot of ways that you could kind of go with this because I I mean, I think one of the big hype things for Double Masters is like doubling season being reprinted. That's a that's a big deal. Like it's a card, it's that's very important for so many different kinds of strategies that has just sort of been sitting in the vault. Uh so it's nice to see it back, but this is not going to be counters as much as it's going to be doubling spells because spell slinging is my favorite archetype to play in commander it's funny because like in 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 like 1v1 kind of games i'm the aggro player but in commander i actually like to be controlly so when a certain card got announced that it was going to be in this set i got really really pumped for it because this card actually just straight up hasn't been reprinted since it was in the pre-con which is riku of the two reflections Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this card is really, really interesting. It came out, it was like in one of the first pre-cons, I want to say. It was in Commander. I remember this was the one, the Commander deck I bought when they first came out. On a whim, I was like, okay, I'll try Commander. And this one looked really cool. It's it's a really, really, really neat card. So for those who aren't familiar with it, Riku of the Two Reflections is a 2-2 for two green, blue, red. It is a human wizard, and it has kind of two parts to it. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you can pay blue and a red. And if you do, copy that spell and choose new targets for that copy. As well as whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you can pay a green and a blue. And if you do, you create a copy of that creature so you're like doubling your spells and your creatures worth noting both halves of this card are super handsome and have hair energy that i wish i could pull off it's a good <laughs> it's a good looking anime boy i gotta yeah. say yeah for sure <laughs> i actually have the uncut sheet of this commander deck on my wall oh sweet i've never even played with it but it was i got it for like a wizard's charity drive they were doing sick and yeah, so like Riku, you can kind of go in, in multiple different directions. Like you can you could just do like a, a double your creature ETB kind of a thing. Or uh, you can kind of go the route that I'm going, which is a double your spells 
sort of scenario. And I'm trying to focus a little bit on some of the cards that are in Double Masters here that not only can you find in it and, you know, build this deck if you're sort of interested in, in, in playing it, but also you could ostensibly make some of these combos happen straight up just like in limited, I guess, if you manage to assemble it. Watch out. Yeah, because right away, the first card I want to talk about in the set that I'm also really excited got spoiled and works very well with this is Isochron Scepter. Yum. Yeah, Isochron Scepter is up in this set. Isochron Scepter costs... It's two generic mana. Yeah. For an artifact with a triggered ability and an activated ability. It has imprint. When this enters the battlefield, you may exile an instant card from your hand with converted mana cost two or less. And activated ability, pay two generic and tap. You may copy the exiled card. If you do, you may cast a copy without paying its mana cost. Judges, take note. This is one of the rare times where you cast a copy. Yeah, that's the one thing that I had to double check before I was putting all this together was like, does this actually work in the way you want it to? And yeah, so whenever, whatever you decide to imprint under there, when you cast it off of Ice Crown Scepter, you can double that spell again with Riku's effect. Oh boy. You can throw all kinds of things on under there. You also get cast triggers from Ice Crown Scepter worth noting, so like Prowess or whatever. Yeah, big time. So... I mean, these cards aren't necessarily in the set, but like with Isochron Scepter, the thing that I just wanted to do was just kind of play this deck as like a, you've got your spells, but I also want to cast your spells. So putting things like Reverberate or Fork, both (laughs) both spells that allow underneath Isochron Scepter, both spells that allow you to copy your opponent's spells as they play it. And then once you copy it, also copy it again. So whatever spell your opponent's playing, you're getting two copies of it. Just, I don't know. It's <laughs> okay, I love it. Okay, we're going to call this deck. Anything you can do, I can do twice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there there are some other ones that you can throw under there, like Increasing Vengeance or Double Cast, because but those only target your own spells. So Reverberator Fork are kind of like the big ones that you'd like to get there. But there are also like other really cool synergies that outside of Icecrown Scepter are part of this set. There's kind of a three-card combo in heavy parentheses in a very simple card, Crop Rotation. Mm. It costs one green and... As an additional cost to cast a spell, you have to sacrifice a land. And then you get to go grab any sort of land from your uh, library and put it on the battlefield. Now, what's nice about this is when you're copying crop rotation with, with Riku, you don't actually have to do that sacrifice a land for the second part. So you actually will just end up getting two lands for the price of one, effectively. And both Dark Depths and Thespian Stage are in this set. Watch out. <laughs> Wait, Crop Rotation and Dark Depths and Thespian Stage are all in this set? Yes. Afraid so. I'm going to lose a game of draft to that someday. (laughs) Possibly just before this aired. I mean, if somebody manages to get the dark, Dark Depths and Thespian Stage as their rares... And then bring them on in. I mean, kudos to them. Look, I'm talking at a turn here, but I'm editing the draft video right now. And I feel like someone would have mentioned that if that had come up. (laughs) So, yeah, so there's there's a lot of really cool interactions. And that's and it's sort of the thing, right? It's like, I mean, in some ways, this kind of feels like a really bulky cultivate or Kodama's reach. Because Kodama's Reach also costs three, this combo costs three, and also costs you a land. But those only allow you to grab basics, and one goes into the battlefield tapped and the other in your hand. Whereas this combo puts them both untapped onto the battlefield, 
So if you want to do the Dark Depths Thespian stage combo, like before it comes back around to you, you can. It's it's there. It's ready and waiting for you. So yeah, it's a fun little thing. There's also we we've been getting kind of into the spells, but I don't want to I don't want to completely disregard the second half of Riku because it, it's a very very powerful effect and a key effect to it is it says when the creature enters the battlefield, not not when you cast a creature. It it has to deal with the creature entering. And one of my favorite cards actually is in this set. Sneak attack. Oh boy. Yeah, so three and a red for an enchantment. You can pay a red to activate it to put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. That creature gains haste and you sack it at the beginning of the next end step. So that creature enters the battlefield, procs Riku, and now you make a copy of it, but that copy's not going to go away. Hmm. Ben, you mad genius. <laughs> it's a fun little way to cheat out things because there are some really spicy creatures. Do you know Worm Coil Engine is in this set? Oh, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, so you know, you you bring that you bring out a big worm coil engine, copy it. So you got a brand you got two worm coil engines. The initial one gets sacked, so now you got your two three three worms. That 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 just screams value for three mana to me. You've also just got like Good old, good old fashioned cards like Swaggy Thraggy Thrag Tusk. Uh, <laughs> Love having copies made of them. Yeah, that is the Oracle name. Swaggy Thraggy Thrag Tusk. <laughs> or what about just good, good rapacious dragon at common in this set? Yeah, five mana for a three three flying. When it enters the battlefield, create two treasure tokens and sacrifice them right away to make another three three flying, and then get two treasure. Heck yeah! I mean, just go, just go wild with it. I mean, Treasure Mage is in this set, and Treasure Mage lets you go tutor for Worm Coil Engine. <laughs> so, why, or, and any other like I don't know, six cost or greater artifacts you might be. Uh, maybe you put that Blight Steel Colossus. That's also in this set. Oh, I'm familiar with Treasure Mage. <laughs> and cheat and cheat that out. So making copies and all that kind of jazz. The doubling theme is is very much on point. And what's what's also fun too is another card that's in this set conjurer's closet works with this too because you can exile those creatures on your end step and then they don't go away and they're also re-entering so you get to use riku's ability again <laughs> and make another copy this is getting out of control yeah there's a lot of power just built within this set on its own and you've got like other kinds of fun little effects you can use with the duplicating like even if you're not sneaking it out duplicant is in this set so you know getting two duplicants for the Eight for eight mana and you know taking out exile two target non-token creatures and and then you've got versions of them on your side of the field progenitor mimic is also here so two progenitor mimics that also then go make their own extra copies and stuff like that there's a lot of power here and all all cards that you can get within uh double masters no conversation about doubling spells in a double masters deck i think would be totally complete without mentioning dual caster mage yes i think it's the first printing in a booster pack i could be wrong but this came out initially as a promo or it was in a commander deck and then there was a, i think a judge reprint of it so it's one generic and two red for a two two flash and when it enters the battlefield copy target instant sorcery spell you may choose new targets for the copy and heat shimmer from lorwyn block is also around so if you want to get uh surprise i win Maybe mm -hmm. maybe throw a little heat shimmer in your Riku deck. Yeah, and I mean even it like not in like a synergy sort of plan. Uh, Blasphemous Act got a reprint mm -hmm. in here. Probably the best board wipe I would say in red. Just a great card for Commander. 
and yeah, like there's there's just a lot of like nice pieces, even if we're like trying to stay out of like because I don't I don't want to be the person that's just like, all right. And the way you're going to make a commander deck out of this is go get every single rare card <laughs> mythic and and and, and rare and, th and then you'll have yourself a deck. But there's like exciting things in here, too, that you can use for outside trash for treasure is a great card. Another one where you have an, uh, a sacrifice cost that you don't have to double up on when you pay revisibility, right? Yeah, and Trash for Treasure is a really good card um, in all kinds of archetypes, whether you're playing like Doretti shenanigans or like Felden. It just works super well to be able to, you know, sack an Iker Wellspring and bring some, I don't know, scuttling Doom Engine or something out of your out of your graveyard so and and that's then that's just that uncommon and there's all kinds of really really i think helpful cards i think some things have like been downshifted in this set as well certainly yeah big special shout out to kalia the original kalia yeah. being reprinted that's huge super super huge so i think i think commander players will get some nice little pieces and for those hannah players anna ships navigator got a new piece of art on mm -hmm. it and and it's very very pretty Awesome. Well, I am very inspired by that short list to <laughs> get out there and sling some spells. So thank you, Ben. Yeah, no worries. I'm, I, I, this was a lot of fun. I always love uh, just give me the challenge and I'll try and rise to it, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Thanks also, Nelson, for joining us. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, I was here too. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been this TTC mini. If you want to listen to Tap Tap Concede every week, you can find it on iTunes or Spotify or the video version on youtube.com slash LRRMTG. Enjoy the rest of the pre-pre-release. Bye. Bye.